You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? Did I do that? It's my Sailor Moon, the champion of justice. Daddy would have gotten us Uzi. The power is yours. <laughs> my name is Grace Jones. Welcome, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I am joined for this special Muppets episode with everyone's favorite brother, David. Gobble, gobble. Oh, gobble, gobble to you, too. This is the pre-Thanksgiving rush and, David, my 36th birthday, where I have been saying I was 36 for the whole previous year. So, David, I have aged myself a whole year, and now I did not get to experience the age of 35. So what do I do? That's my newest predicament. Do I just go backwards now and I say that I'm 35? No, I think you need to take it on the chin. That's it. You snooze, you lose. You're obviously not at the point in your life where every moment counts and you have count every day and make sure that you're not that old and go, oh no, if only I could just say that I was 10 years younger, maybe TikTok would accept me. I think I just saw a quote from Blanche Devereaux. From now on, when you print my name, it will be Blanche Devereaux, comma, 35 or 39. I think she said that's good. That's going to be me. From now on, when my name appears in print, it better read Blanche Devereaux, comma, 39. There was an episode where they tried to find out how old she was and the actual government block. Yeah. <laughs> 
her date of birth somehow. Can you believe we've reached another Thanksgiving? I mean, thank God that we're all here and we're healthy and we're alive. But wow, the year just flew. Yeah, it did, honestly. I think still being in this whole bizarre situation, pandemic, still not, I don't know, you know, just the craziness of the whole year and people against this and people against that. And for me personally, I am of the mindset, I'm totally for that, you know, Mariah Carey did that thing with the pumpkins where she smashed the pumpkin. She can't it's wait not that time. Moment. I'm actually with her on this one. I'm rushing the day after Halloween. I took down my Halloween decorations. We do a fake tree because my kids have a lot of allergies. Plus, I, I just love it having it a long time. And yeah, it, and it's so much easier and it's for the environment. No pine needles. That. Yeah, for the environment. There's no ticks potentially in trees. No squirrels. We're not taking away habitat for animals either. So I'm ready. I'm ready. We're just going to clean up the house and we're going to start putting up. We're going to put our Christmas tree up first. We put it up usually the week before Thanksgiving or around my birthday. So it sounds about right. <laughs> not going to do Thanksgiving dinner and then have to put a tree up on the same day. No, that's not happening. Yeah, so that's that. My children have definitely put in their requests for gifts to Santa. Ooh, Santa. Ooh, that's right. Ooh, Santa, Santa, Santa. He's going to be coming in a month. Ooh. I hope Santa's been working the pole and making some extra cash on the side (laughs) because prices are crazy. And supplies. Oh, don't get me. I've already bought stuff. I bought stuff and I was never this person, you know, like, yeah, oh, Christmas in July. Oh, Christmas. In, <laughs> it was Christmas in July. I started buying and ordering stuff. And sometimes I'm just getting the stuff now. See, and thank God you did it. Thank God you ordered ahead because my God, what would you do? Oh, by the way, your Christmas present. I'm not giving it away. So I'm sending it to you now in the next, I don't know, it's very soon. It's going to come hopefully for your birthday because it's a combo gift. It works together. You're going to be very surprised and very excited, I believe. Did you get a Wonder Twins ring that you can turn into a a bucket of water and I could turn into the other thing an animal of some kind the tiger king (laughs) I need to turn in shape of Jenny Craig form of Weight Watchers so David I was trying to come up with a movie for Thanksgiving time, and honestly, there's not too many Thanksgiving movies. For us, growing up, most of the time, once Thanksgiving comes around, it gravitates towards Christmas. It's like pre-Christmas. What are we going to do? Like, a Christmas movie? Do you know what I mean? So, we decided on this, which, to me, the Muppets are definitely the epitome of good things. And we are New York natives, so the fact that Thanksgiving time usually has the Thanksgiving day parade in front of Macy's and all that. I mean, this is a stretch, but I figured New York, family, us, you know, our home turf and memories for us. So I thought that might be good for Thanksgiving. Can I just tell you, this is yet another movie that depicts New York as raw, gross and cruel and horrible. Are we missing something? We did chase and takes Manhattan in the summer. No, there which... was something else that we talked about. Wasn't there some, another movie that depicted New York too? There was like, oh yeah, Vamp, Toxic Waste Dump. (laughs) Was that it? No, it was something. I I don't remember. It might have been Chicago or New York, but we weren't sure. It's it's a big city like that, but for sure, Jason Takes Manhattan was like literally hell on earth alleys. This Muppets, you at least see see some bright happiness in in, in Central Park. (laughs) This movie definitely solidifies my thoughts that Miss Piggy needs anger management. Miss Piggy steals the show with anything she does, but especially in this movie. Before we 
get into it, David, I want to ask you, what are some of your favorite Muppets? I'm saying Muppets plural because I feel like you can't just pick one. Oh, like out of the main cast? Are you talking like the extended world? I mean, like even minus Sesame Street, Muppets, that even background Muppets that you saw in the Muppet show, the penguins, you know, even that, even that, the chickens. I obviously, I love the main cast. I mean, ever since I heard Rainbow Connection, Kermit, that definitely, definitely has a, has an emotional tie for me. I think I saw some sort of, I don't know, it was ER or Grey's Anatomy. There was a kid who was passing away. It was Christmas time and they played the Rainbow Connection. I was bawling my eyes out, bawling, 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 bawling. I- I've always loved Miss Piggy because she's she's crazy. I mean, I just love that she karate chops people. That she. Well, we know one of your favorite Miss Piggy moves that we we did discuss this in another episode. I don't even know what this was in, but Muppets, the Great when Muppet she, Caper. She, can I? Can, you're gonna bleep it out when she yeah. punches. <laughs> One of the a women robber. In- oh my god. I mean. And she bends the bar. She bends the bar. She's in prison and she is being held that she's for something she didn't do and she bends the bars. Miss Piggy is a beast. So I love Miss Piggy. I love Janice. Is it Janice? Janice. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's a part in this movie. AKA so Taylor Dane. I think Janice looks like Taylor Dane now. Tell it to my heart. Tell it to my heart. Janice is hysterical because she's like the quintessential like oh my god like <laughs> I know I love her eyes are always closed too. There's a part in this movie where she says something to the effect of and I told him I'm not doing nudity or something and I was I'm like I'm taking my clothes off. They're talking and it just stops and she's like I'm not doing tasteful nudity or something like that. Oh no even if it's art I think she said <laughs> oh. even if it's art. Look buddy I don't take my clothes off for anyone even if it is artistic. <laughs> I love Janice I love Miss Piggy I, I honestly, they all have special places. I can tell you that there's not a Muppet that I can say that I don't like. That you never sense. met a Muppet you didn't like. I mean, they're all they're all special in their own way. And try to keep it short because I know I talk a lot. But the point is for me, the Muppet movies in general and Jim Henson Productions and Dark Crystal and mm. Sesame Street is that all of this stuff was done. And we talked about this when we and talked Yoda. about- Yeah, when we talked about The Wizard of Oz. This is actual puppeteering which you almost were, remember? At least when your guidance counselor told you to be a a circus performer or whatever. In our minds, dis- what what do they say? Dispelled belief? No, what's the... D- yeah, dis- yes, you dispend belief, and it they become alive. They become alive to you. This is so much better than CGI. This is so much better percent. than this over-the-top where you know that it's ridiculously done. Like, we even talked about that with Vamp, like with Grace Jones with the, the, the attack scene when she's... It was so raw, but it looked right. so real compared because of the to... Real effects. The 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 almost over the top dare dare I say because I love it like Matrixy ridiculousness like that sometimes mm-hmm. that other movies try- the Matrix is different because it's made to be that way like it's supposed to be that but I'm talking like they do this in movies and you're like huh this is why a lot of action movies we talk about like even if they did Thundercats which they're gonna do like you have to be very careful where Masters of the Universe you know with Dolph Lundgren you have to be careful about where you do these things so yeah don't take them to Earth AKA but when you're the Muppets, it works. So the Muppets are great. And this whole Muppet universe is amazing because people accept that pigs talk and frogs talk and they're mingled with human beings. And dare I say in various parts of this movie, interspecies love. But we'll get into that because I got I got some questions and comments. <laughs> 
So, David, basically we start off that the Muppets are in college in this movie. I feel like each movie is really a standalone. They're all in the same universe, I guess, but they don't really connect to each other. So in this movie, the Muppets don't have the show. They're college kids and they want to make it on Broadway. So they literally take off in a night and come to New York, end up staying inside of Port Authority lockers. Oh my God, the lockers. I love that the Muppets are always usually underdogs. They're always underdogs. They're always wanting to put on a quality show. <laughs> I can I can go with that. Yeah, definitely. In the beginning, in their performance, they're doing a play called Manhattan Melodies, and that's what they're trying to sell the whole entire movie. And I swear, I don't know if this took place before or after 9 to 5, but in the beginning, Miss Piggy is dressed exactly like Dolly Parton. <laughs> I don't know if that was a humbug. No, 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 or no, no. Oh my God, you are so on point because I actually said the same thing in a different way. I remember as a child those two movies going hand in hand for me oh wow okay that's funny even though nine to five dealt with very adult topics we probably (laughs) should probably should have not been watching when he says you're into s&m and she goes i'm into m&ms and everything else i am into m&ms aren't we all Mm. i just had some sorry doctor i'm supposed to be losing weight it's a sin you saw them as sister movies i just that's part of my david's universe you know like when we talked about like the goonies Goonies and vibes and vibes they just romancing the stone i remember Mm. being when i would be home sick from school hbo would would play a handful of movies i would watch the beastmaster about a thousand times Oh my god. Nine yes. to five, I would watch yes. Romancing the Stone, Jewel of the Nile, which is follow up. Jewel of the Nile. Big Trouble in Little China, which we're going to do, I know. We're I'm doing so- in January. All of the Muppet movies can stand alone. Yes. When they get to New York, they go to a Broadway producer, which happens to be a con artist, and he kidnaps Gonzo and Camilla, which, are they together as a couple? Because some days they list them as a couple, and then other times I thought Camilla was Gonzo's pet. This is the chicken. I feel like they are together in some canon, I'll say that. In other canon, they're that's his they're, they're a couple Gonzo has never been identified as to what he actually no. is no, so yeah. I think I think that they are together I think he but he loves chickens call it a fetish I love Gonzo he is my favorite Muppet but I love that he loves chickens like I think that's adorable I gotta say though the you Swedish held a chicken chef, once Diverndy, Diverndy, Diverndy. as I've gotten older though the Swedish chef and Beaker make me laugh more than they and Beaker's not even in this movie I think he has a blink and you miss a cameo at the end but he makes me laugh speaker i don't know i also wrote a note here david the montage of can take no for an answer performed by dr teeth is exactly a gem music video including the background of no 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 the montage of them trying to get things done like the we're getting things done yeah, and the door keeps getting slammed each door keeps getting slammed in their faces this is gem before gem this was this took place a year before gem but this is a gem music video <laughs> It, 
it definitely relates to the 80s and to a simpler time, I'll say. <laughs> a gentler time. A gentler, Although, more like simpler like you said, time. there's some shit. I mean, we got to get into the antics of New York. But to set up the basic plot of this film, it is the Muppets trying to make it in Manhattan. And a lot of the scenes, though, take place in a diner, which is where our human characters come in, which is Jenny and her father. Pete, right? Pete. Pete. And they're Greek? I think they're Greek. It's like the nondescript Italian Greek family. It's like, it's like yes, exactly. Like give people are peoples. Peoples are peoples. He says, and he's peoples are peoples. She mentions that her father's a very giving, caring man, and he ends up giving them job. But but there's also rats working there. R- Rizzo the rat and his family is originally yeah working there. And when they come in, I don't. Who is it that says I've now I've lost my appetite? Doctor Teeth, I think the the singer. No, the guy with that. No, the the. The one, it's not. It's the one that goes with, he's with them, with Janice. He's got red hair. Not the one that wakes up and is just like, oh, oh. Yeah, there's another band member. Yeah. (laughs) There were four dreams in that band <laughs> so he has rats working at the restaurant and he does not want to serve the Muppets table because they're poor they have no money they tried to make it in New York they either have to make it or leave but when Kermit is away trying to get food for the gang the other Muppets come up with a plan that they all have to leave but they all just go randomly where the hell do they because go they, go they rely cities. Because they rely on Kermit for everything. And he actually snaps at them because they say, what are we going to do, Kermit? What are we going to do? So Kermit, if we if we rewind, at the end when they came up with this idea of selling it on Broadway, yes. I don't think Kermit was sold on it. He said there was something missing from it. And mm. on top of that, he did it because he wanted to keep his friends together. That's After what college. Whole, yeah. That's the whole premise of the, of, of most of this is camaraderie friendship and keeping people together because he did this to make everyone happy basically so we're introduced to again the human characters here are jenny and her father pete like david said now this is where i wrote david even as a kid i have the feeling that jenny kind of has a thing for kermit and i get it jenny kermit's nice He's sweet. He's reliable. So I'm feeling Miss Piggy's frustrations then. I'm getting the Miss Piggy feelings of things. I don't think Jenny has anything. In fact, I think they're trying to pair up the producer at the end of the movie. Well, yes, yes. Like, I see Piggy's, I see Piggy's frustrations because I see Jenny. She's got a little thing, I think, for Kermit. I don't know how it works. I think you're pushing this agenda. Well, Miss Piggy would agree. Miss Piggy would agree. So I don't believe you. I think that's a total, that is a lie. I swear to you, since I was a kid, I got this feeling. And and as a kid i didn't think anything of it i just like oh she likes kermit jenny jenny is in college kermit just finished kermit just listen kermit just finished college kermit is trying to follow his dreams jenny is trying to follow her dreams both in a similar field the arts that's true and being a daughter of an immigrant she knows what it's like to struggle i don't think i think you're i think you're totally off the mark radical ones you tell me if you see this connection or not i digress jenny i might have given her a bad name but let me just say sets up one of the saddest moments of this movie which is the song saying goodbye david and of course i cried of course you did while you weren't trying to sex it up with with a (laughs) woman and a frog i see it in the way that almost like she looks up to him but she's got like a little crush but not like 
that she was going to be in, you know, no. run away with Kermit. Maybe we should contact Jim Henson Studios and see if they, we, should, we should cancel them for animal cruelty. Oh my God. All the Muppets, they rely too much on Kermit, they feel, so they're going to lessen his burden. And they all leave to separate locations in the United States. But they're college students. Maybe they are they from home. these places. Oh, they went home. They went home. Touching our hand, wondering why it's time for saying goodbye. We got Gonzo doing shows, you know, the great Gonzo throwing himself out of cannons. We got Fozzie in a cave hibernating with fellow bears. And then what else? Who else do we see? Oh, Scooter. Scooter. What is Scooter doing? He's working at a, a movie theater. He's an usher. <laughs> yeah, oh that's my where gosh, he that's where fish. he meets the chef. Rudy, Rudy, throw it in your face and it's 3D. Rudy, Rudy, throw in the popcorn. <laughs> the chef working at the AK, the Night of the Comet movie theater. So yes, Scooter does work at the movie theater. And that's when he meets that guy, though. Who is the guy who throws the fish? He's another Muppet that he just know he always throws fish at the screen. I yeah. really like him too. He's, that's his fetish. He's got He's a like, fish I've fetish. I've seen this movie so many times. And he just comes to throw buckets of fish. The yeah, boomerang fish. The boomerang fish. They fly back. And then the band is playing it like some kind of Oktoberfest Bavarian. <laughs> yes. German, like, I don't know, sort of place. And then Ralph. Ralph is working at a pound with dogs. And David, let me tell you, the man that came in, a rich man from the Hamptons that I had to deal with when in my previous life in the dog hotel business. There is a lot of cameos in this movie. Brooke Shields is at the diner and the rat is in love with her. Yes, but see, she said she, she dated some rats no, uh, Well, he <laughs> says, he goes, are you into interstate? species love and she said are you asking me if i've dated some rats or or i have dated some rats before but that's that's tongue-in-cheek she doesn't mean physical of of course of course a beautiful young Brooke Shields. You have Liza Minnelli. You have Christopher Hines, the dancer. You have Joan Rivers. You have who is the Art producer? Carney. Who was the producer in the beginning? Was Daphne? Is it Daphne Coleman? Daphne Coleman, yes. Who, ironically artist. enough, is the boss in Nine to Five. Maybe that's why you connected. You thought he when he went from there, he went right over to his con business right after. No, I just, it just probably same time period. Let's get back to Miss Piggy, David, because we see her leaving on the train, but she didn't stay gone long. That's a girl after my own heart. She probably took the next train back and she's stalking Kermit and Jenny. Let's just talk about these scenes because I know growing up with you, these are some of your favorite scenes, including the construction scene and the hotel window scene, apartment scene with. That's my favorite. Everything's a weapon, people. Thank you for this. She, let's cue that music shall we everything's a weapon with david 
So David, Jenny, and Kermit are around New York where we see. So there's a lots of schemes going on. Kermit, he says, if you don't beat him, join him. He wants Jenny to help him dress him like a producer or like an agent. So they're doing these different things and Miss Piggy's following. So there's a point when they're on a park bench, I believe, outside and there's a construction zone and Miss Piggy's incognito in a trench coat and hat with glasses. There are construction workers that are catcalling her and hey baby heckling her. And she's looking over her shoulder. I love it. She's ignoring them and then Jenny, I think, hugs Kermit and Miss Piggy grabs uh, like a rebar or a bar off of something, rips it off and starts uh, like wailing on a metal trash can and she's going, ah! Ah! And the trash can actually gets bent because she's beating it so hard. A metal industrial. It's like like an oil. Like a barrel. Like a like an um, oil barrel, but like a, a metal one. And the construction drum. workers turn around real fast. They probably think that she's going to fucking lose it on them. Just to follow that up, we saw in Night of the Comedy that being thrown in a street into a pile of garbage is actually fantastic because like Miss Piggy, the lid, the pipe. She's she's a woman after my own heart. She grabbed a... But no, she ripped that bar off of something. Which I think you could have done in your I would have done. I would have done. And she starts beating the trash can. And then Kermit and Jenny are like, what's that noise? And Jenny's like, oh, the sounds of the city. Which is New York. New York always has construction sounds, taxis, cars beeping. So yeah, you think it's happening. But this follows them because then Kermit's... uh, so there's others there's multiple scenes there's multiple scenes so apparently there is a housing unit that overlooks the the diner and the window of the diner which miss piggy somehow gets an apartment yes i love her i love and every time jenny gets close to kermit she loses it and the blinds start they 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 see they're like that happens an awful lot the blinds start (laughs) getting thrown around and crashing and thrashing and it's like because she's she's throwing fit beating literally the windows and the and the blinds miss piggy steals the show and then before we get to the central park scene in between this happening miss piggy evidently got a job in new york at like a macy's or a Saks fifth avenue or something at the cosmetic yes like a macy's sears but yeah it's like a high end very high end and we get the cameo of joan rivers in this scene. Now, this, I know, is another one of your favorite I love scenes. I love it. I love it. It's hysterical. Miss Piggy and Joan Rivers' characters have gone manic. Like, out of no, like this is what retail will do with, to you, people. This is what retail will do with you. Miss Piggy is literally, I would say, manic. Because when Joan Rivers is putting makeup on Miss Piggy, and she's like, do eyes! And Miss Piggy is just like, ah! Like, she's like crazy. Oh, so it's Piggy so Miss it. Piggy's after she goes crazy and beats the, the metal bench. She's running late for work. She she goes to the counter. She's like, oh. and you see Joan Rivers and her talking. And there's these cute jokes. She's like, my frog turned on me. And Joan Rivers says, I had some bad tuna for lunch. Yeah, yeah. And Miss Piggy asks Joan if you're if she's if she's pretty. She goes, yeah. She goes, am I beautiful? She goes, don't push it. You're unique. Which is perfect for Joan Rivers. Yes. But what? And they're trying to sell this perfume, Cal de France, Cal de France, something like that, Cal de France. And if you've ever been to an upscale place in the '80s, especially used to people. Used just come to you and start spraying you. They actually did a lawsuit against it. Even in the 90, early 90s, you can have yeah. you can have anaphylactic shock or whatever. Blah blah blah. So Joan Rivers says she can enhance her looks with a little bit of makeup. So she's giving her doe eyes. She's putting rouge on her. They're powder puffing, and she goes, "I'm going to give you eyebrows." She goes, "Pigs don't have eyebrows." She goes, "This pig is going to have yeah, eyebrows." And then Miss Piggy's like. Hmm. 
And they start screaming and yelling and powder puffing each other, and then they both get fired. They go crazy. They go they crazy do. laughing. Get your child if it It's French. It's feminine. It'll help you grab one of those rotten, sticking men. You could use a little rouge. Cheekbones. That's what you need, Piggy. I mean, your face is a little round. No offense. I'm going to give you a complete makeup job, okay? No. When you walked in this morning, I said, she needs rouge. Come here, drink your face. Do you ever wear rouge? Yes. Well, now you're going to really wear rouge. Oh, Kermit, oh, 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 Kermit Schmermit. Look, look at that. You look great. It brings out your eyes. You know what you need? What? You need eyebrows. Pigs don't have eyebrows. Well, this pig is going to. And so is this. <laughs> what is you I'm giving you a big eye. Oh, I think I overdid Daisy. a piggy. <laughs> you <laughs> have you a tooth. I have a tooth. Oh, just some more. Just okay, some more. Okay, I'll, give you, I'll give you doe eyes. Doe Men eyes? What are doe eyes? Doe eyes are bambi hands. Let me see. Doe eyes. <laughs> just some more. Just some and more. And freckles. You need freckles for cutesy. Oh, freckles. Cutesy, 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 I think this is the scene of the movie. Between this scene and the following, David, the Central Park mugging slash Miss Piggy on skate scene. This deserves its there, own there's two, there's two other There's two other parts that we should mention. Kermit pretends to be this like oh, yes. curly, curly haired, like totally 70s. Radio like, jock, like, yeah, ra- baby, hello, like that. Hey, like, baby, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We, we, baby, everything was baby. Love him, love him, love him. Yeah, love this. You're going to love this. He goes to different places to try to sell us as some sort of a very, like, cheesy 70s disco s agent or something. Literally. And the woman goes, there's a frog with an afro coming into your office. So there's that. And then there's another part where he goes to a very famous restaurant. Oh, this was amazing. Is it still open? Is that still open? I feel like Lucy went to this restaurant, but that was must have been in California. There's a very famous restaurant where they have the pictures of all celebrities as caricatures yes. basically on the wall. So he goes in. Uh, it's called Sardi's Restaurant? Sardi. Was it still open? Yes. It's still open. So it's a famous place where they put the celebrities up on the wall. And a lot of the celebrities used to go there. And there's actually a place when I lived in California, a place where they would have celebrities come and they would actually bring the telephones to them, like with the cord, because they How didn't have. funny. How... This is actually March 5th, David, of 1927 between Broadway and 8th Avenue, a Broadway staple. So a lot of the, I, I'm assuming a lot of the Broadway stars, Liza Minnelli, we see. So they go in and he has the rats whispering about Mo- Manhattan Mel. <laughs> But then the rats get hungry and they jump on the tables. He gets thrown out and you see that another failed scheme from Kermit. David, this is where I wrote, should we do the whisper campaign for the podcast? It's the Radical Retro Rewind. They're putting millions of, if they put millions of dollars into it. That yeah, that female rat, she was really like, yeah. It's the biggest podcast in the world. The Radical Ones, we're having our own whisper campaign. If you want to go around randomly and whisper the, <laughs> the Radical Retro Rewind rewind podcast and not have anyone think you're insane we would love you for it or you can just like us and tell people to like us and if you whisper it you get extra points <laughs> anyway sorry my, my husband asked me if i talk about it on the podcast i said well i guess you're gonna have to listen to the podcast to see i'm even selling it to people i live with <laughs> 
Anyway, there's this. And so then there's a scene where Kermit's kind of giving up and Jenny says they're in Central Park. She's like, let's go for a run. This will this will kind of rejuvenate you and you'll feel good. And so they start running. And Miss Piggy is this is me because Miss Piggy's like she says something to the effect of, oh, God, they're running now. Yes, I think I wrote this or something like that. I don't know what she's she says something funny to the effect of, oh, God, they're jogging or God, not (laughs) jogging or something like that. Basically, because Miss Piggy has been following them and and they're all around the city. So now she's like, God, jogging now? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That would be me. This is what happens when I'm with my kids and I'm like, they're running now? God! Or we're at a store and my husband has like that New York step where he like runs like he's just thinks oh. he's in Manhattan still. And I'm like, slow down! You know what though, David? I gotta say, I always walk fast too and I'm not trying to do it. Oh my God. Remember I when you walked in the- I'm delivering wall organs. Remember when you- you ran into the person you screamed at them oh my God. tell them that story that's a good one he <laughs> runs into somebody by accident screams at them like they attacked him <laughs> Because I was so startled as a woman <laughs> I just got a cramp in my Your 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 back is cramp. We're, we're getting old. Your back is cramping up, and I'm gonna cough because I'm getting over being sick. What a what a you need to keep this in the podcast. Oh my god, David! Did I mention I aged myself for the year over for two years? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We're yeah, a mess. This, we're this, a mess. This did actually happen, but uh, what? So Central Park, Miss Piggy's running after. She's jogging in a full nice outfit with her silk gloves. She ends oh up god. like grabbing onto a light post, and she realizes that her hand is stuck gum on it. She's like, "Great!" <laughs> and all of a sudden, a man grabs her purse in broad daylight. Back in the eighties, before they cleaned up the city, there was a lot of crime there, and a lot. And of, now like, again. Just... <laughs> everything's cyclical but oh my god but this is amazing this is where makes piggy she starts running after him and then she meets up with gregory hines who's on a park bench with with skates she goes mm, may i borrow those please oh, yes. <laughs> <You don't... laughs> and then she starts skating after the guy in central park and he's oh running my god. he's running and... through people he's running he's running down the sides of like places off, off of the path he's and it gets quiet all of a sudden she... you know what makes it better david the you know that, that there must be like a human in a oh, yeah. piggy costume skating down central and park and she's like ah! and then and then the guys at the end of the steps and you see miss piggy jump the steps and she's hitting every step she's going ah, 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 Hitting each step as she's going down with skates after this man. And he's running and running and running. And finally he gets to a quiet area. I and all of a sudden you cramp. see Miss Miss Piggy jumps on top of him from like above. Scream. She does a Miss Piggy scream. The best is when she's in the steps and she's hitting each step going, ah, 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 ah. My God, David, but when she finally gets the purse back. The man, okay, first of all, the man pulls out everything, a hacksaw out of her purse, shoes, lingerie. Oh, that's right. He was going through her pocketbook to pull out, and she had everything in that pocketbook. He wanted including, the money. Including a saw. This is why Miss Piggy must be at least one of your spirit animals. I love her. She's hardcore. This is this is this is my girl. This is my girl. She's surviving. Honestly, Miss Piggy is a unique character out of all of pop culture. But anyway, so then when she finally gets the purse though, and the women are helping her pick it up, and she's like, "Oh, thank you." Oh, thank-. and then she runs into Kermit and Jenny. 
So then he, she doesn't want to talk to Jenny because she thinks she's a they were she's trying to steal her man. So then Gregory Hines comes and is like, "Can I have my skates back?" And they're arguing. He goes, oh, "Don't worry, I'll take them off while you argue." He's like, "I'm I've been here trying to sell the show," and she's like, "And you gave Jenny the huggies." And Gregory Hines, is, "Is it true you gave Jenny the huggies?" <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> And she's like crying on his shoulder and he's like, well, you lied and you said you were out of town and you're blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, that's true too. So he kind of bounces back and forth between that both of them. That was a funny, that's one of the scenes I always remember. They decide to do a Central Park horse and carriage ride. I got to say this whole stretch is iconic because who do they come upon but the two old men from the theater who heckle. And I got to say, I would, I never like anyone making fun of anyone's looks or weight. But when those those two men, the pig squeals. <laughs> the two older gu- gentlemen Muppets that seem as big. Here, piggy, piggy. They just pass by. I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> they're just cruel, but they're funny. Literally, they pass them by. They're in their own carriage. Right? Oh, piggy, piggy. Like squealing. <laughs> hey, look, Waldorf. It's the frog and the pig. Yeah, it looks like they're in love. Yeah. Kinda makes you sick, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hey, so then we come to this is what I call the unnecessary part where Kermit loses his memory for a short time, comes to these other frogs that are all Jill, Bill, Lil, Phil, and he gets kind of involved with these other frogs and he doesn't remember who he is. In the meantime, the diner owner is writing all the letters to the Muppets to come back because he sold the show to a a son of a Broadway producer. So yes, Kermit, he gets approached by this Broadway producer who's a a son of a Broadway producer who wants to become a a real producer, so to speak. So this would be his first project. He sells the show. He calls the diner to tell them that they sold the show, but he does. He's not paying attention. He gets hit by a car or cab. Yes. And he wakes up in a hospital bed and the doctor is... Who's the doctor, Ryan? Who's that doctor? I know who it is, but do you know? I I recognized her. Mel's Diner. His doctor is Linda Lavin. Linda Lavin. Who is from Mel's Diner. She says he has no memory. He has memory loss. And they can give him some clothes because he was found nude. Oh my god. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's my favorite. And and to start his life over. So in the meanwhile, the producer comes and says they have two weeks to get this show together because the theater is being booked and everything the father just wants to basically throw him out there and see what he can do the Pete has to write he says dear bears chickens and other things I love that too I love what do you say too. is is Broadway is time well, yes, yes. is time <laughs> it's, a, it's a stereotype but it's so the whole movie is just lighthearted. to get this part I wrote all are looking for Kermit it's you know the show is about to open they're at a restaurant and they overhear Kermit humming one of the songs from the show and Fozzie's like it sounds it's Kermit or he starts he's, real- he's playing he's playing the the glasses water, gla- water, water glasses He's dinging the water glasses with a spoon. But this is my favorite part. To convince him of who he is, Miss Piggy, well, first she karate chops him because she tells him, you are Kermit the Frog. You love me. We are going to be married. Honestly, I think she just added all that part in because there was no mention of marriage. And then when he's like, I would never go with a pig. Miss Piggy shoots him across the room. She does. Yeah, but he also says some pretty cruel things to her, like, 
which is so unkermit like. So doesn't he say something like like a pig noise too? Doesn't he yeah, say, maybe, like I'm thinking maybe, back carcass, Maybe yeah. you can bring home the bacon. Oh my god, that was terrible. But Miss I mean Miss Piggy. She throws him across the room and she says, Cancel the show! Yeah, cancel this. Yeah. But it wakes Kermit up. He's like, Piggy? <laughs> Which is the classic in most movies. The person hit their head, so then they hit their head again, and it jogs their memory, and they they get their memory back. That's a classic movie thing. So it's a third act thing. It doesn't last too long. It lasts long enough not to become annoying. But bam, they get to the show, and oh my god, David, I think this show would be a hit on Broadway. The tunes are amazing. I mean, granted, we have grew up with these songs, but the songs are fantastic. And I have... So, Miss Piggy basically secretly marries Kermit during this Broadway performance. The show opens and it's all about someone getting married, right? We get this song, Somebody's Getting Married. Somebody get some shoes and rice and presents today. Somebody get a sweet necklace shirt. Cause somebody's getting married Somebody get the lovely bride and somebody get the somebody get the somebody 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 Then when we finally get to a chapel, David, and you know it's legit because the Sesame Street crew came from Sesame Street for this wedding. (laughs) There's little nuances, and there's also even a little bit of adult humor throughout the Muppet movies and shows, which I love. There's a part of the thing that really I like when it's there's little babies sitting next to really old people and the babies say and the babies sing something to the effect days days turn into years and then the old people say years go flying day by day. And there's something very, very true about that. It's, it's like, a very melancholy to the music. Yes, it's, it's beautiful. It's, like, it's a beautiful thing, and it and it touches you. So there, and then there is adult humor, obviously, when like Janice says she's not going to pose for nudes, even if artistic. <laughs> okay. There's, there's different things, and and that's what makes up this whole Muppet universe because there's something for the adults. the Muppet. You, it's true. It is a Muppet universe. One part of a flashback to honestly the Muppet Babies. They took the Muppet Babies, which was a hit at the time. As well, cartoon. that was when they're in the when they're in the carriage ride. Miss Picky starts her thumb and yeah miss piggy has a flashback but she literally she's regressing goes, she's regressing you know her miss piggy little her gloves that she always has on she has on lavender satin gloves and she was sucking her thumb but we see them as muppet babies and we get this 50s-esque kind of tunes i love that Uh, 
Biggie, I think the ride is over. During the wedding ceremony in this Broadway show, Kermit looks at her. And by the way, David, I found out that Jim Henson hired a real minister for this. So I I don't know if he really wanted Miss Piggy and Kermit to be married. But evidently, even in universe, it's unknown. But some say yes. Miss Piggy evidently always says yes. Kermit says no. Sometimes he says yes. So they're playing it coy. But the permit looks at Piggy and says, I thought Gonzo was playing the part of the minister. And Miss Piggy looks like laughs. The show is a success. There's also all the extra bears, chickens, and whatevers that came along with all of the other Muppets to do the show. That's so it's, what, it's, it's, what it's you a, were saying a, earlier. Kermit says that's what was missing. More Muppets, more chickens, more bears, more everything. And listen, all these movies are beautiful to me because they speak about things that we don't seem to want to speak about anymore these days. And I don't understand it, and I never will. You know, people can say, yes, there was some crude humor in it. Yes, there's probably things that were said that would not be something acceptable today. But at the same time, there was an innocence about it. The reason why you and I like Sailor Moon so much is not just because there's magical powers. It's because it's always fundamentally about love conquering the bad, good conquering bad. There's always power struggle. There's, this is about friendship. This is about keeping friends together. This is about loving people. This is about strangers friends, becoming yeah. friends and helping and each other. And or interspecies love. Jenny is with they the They do end up getting, yes, they get, she, and she it's perfect because she's a costume designer. And she does the costumes for the sh- show, so it helps her career. Rewatching this all this years later, and I know you didn't get a chance to see it with the kids. I actually was wondering what they would have thought, but I think it holds up beautifully the humor is timeless it was good it was on point it was on point it was good i wasn't bored with it you know i'll be honest with you there's certain times there's movies and i'm like i yeah, just you kind of yeah kind of listen to it and yeah you know, you're just like eh. it kept my attention i just like the the messages that i see in these different things and that's the reason for these podcasts let's be honest if, if these movies didn't touch you didn't touch me in a certain way good bad or indifferent didn't leave a mark we wouldn't be talking about them we would be doing something completely different if it didn't mold us you know which also is like why as a parent like sometimes i see stuff and it like scares me i believe it okay so my son loves this thing called super speedo kiko and super speedo it's from another country i don't know where it's produced it comes off as maybe being whoever's watching i don't need to be canceled pakistanian or indian or some kind of like that's the vibe i get from the characters i mean they're talking about this is a kid show they're talking about so super speedo is a car and kiko is this kid that can use the car to help solve okay okay things and and he has he has a very powerful like i don't know if it's his wristwatch given how he can kick people really hard inspector gadget mixed with speed racer sort of sort of but like in the thing they were on a plane and terrorists took over and they were going to shoot people throw them out of the plane like as what but very very done very lightheartedly like like bad guys are like these knucklehead stooges 
And the guy's kids like, we're going to tell them we're going to get our boss out of jail or we're going to kill these people. I mean, some might say, well, wow, it's been so many years. But to me, that's just some bad humor. Anything with a hijacking. It's not even bad humor. It's something that a child but should hijacking not be a looking plane, at. Yeah, that's... But that, that's, you know, when these parent groups and like, the, it gets to a point where there's a balance. Like you have, like, again, we talk about we're not, we don't do political on, on, on our show. There's the extreme in one direction and there's an extreme in the other direction. There's an extreme that you can't have anything say anything do anything when it comes to like shows and movies like what we do and or it's not politically correct or it's cancel culture or whatever or they said something you know inappropriate so the whole movie should be right wiped away so to speak and then there's these people that are just like who cares let it go so like there's an i as a parent it it bothered me them to to be depicting someone hijacking a plane whether it was done lightheartedly so i can understand where parents would get very upset because i was like what the heck very strange to have on a kid's cartoon nowadays. And just because the kid the kid made it because he's got these powers, if you would throw a person out of a plane really Ugh. didn't have super super car. Oh, of course. That has powers to fly, the person would be dead. So you know, it and it's it's literally done in a very lighthearted cart it's a kid's cartoon. So to me, there is stuff. The Muppets would have never grown. They might have if if Gonzo jumped out of a plane, he would have had a chicken um He has a helmet on and he would have gotten caught. He had a helmet and and a and a and a chicken parachute and he would have landed on a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, not not terrorists taking over a plane to get their mob boss out of jail. Wow. Like this is I'm telling you, you have to be really careful as a parent, the stuff out there and you know, you don't want to be a prude. Yes, yes, I understand. But at the same time, like this is the reason why these cartoons are more endearing. That's what I'm thankful for. Hell, we're around the time of being thankful for things, Thanksgiving, and and it's true, it's a time for family and togetherness, so like David said, the Muppets and these movies and these shows touched us. But did we touch you? So, Radical Ones, I know that David and I are so thankful for everyone that listens to us. Really, anyone who's liked, shared, it it means so much to us. And Jeanette, as always, thank you so much for all you do for us. And we're so thankful for you and all of our other beautiful Radical Ones. I think you said it best. I just, I'm thankful that we're able to share this with people and they enjoy it. Honestly, you know what? Yeah, if tomorrow someone handed me a big fat contract and was like, you guys, are going to be you know notoriety and give this us and the that. karmic contract too, give us the yeah, manhattan melodies manhattan. <laughs> exactly i think it's exciting when people can communicate i think it's exciting that we have people listening to us in other countries just so i'm thankful obviously for my family and everything that i have and and for as far as the podcast concerns i'm thankful for being a part of something that people find enjoyment the fact that someone says they laughed so hard that you know they spit out their drink or something makes me happy because that's my whole life i've loved to hear people laugh and make them feel happy so and you can continue to make people laugh because you could always find david at universal appeal 2020 all one word on instagram and the radical retro rewind podcast one word on instagram as well as youtube we're always uploading new videos on there please like comment and subscribing if you are listening to this on youtube and again thank you so much radical one we will be back take care bye
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.